the story behind the story in faith culture news and entertainment this is this is billy hallowell so what does jesus want us to do what does Jesus want us to do in life? How are we supposed to live? How are we supposed to behave? I think that's the central question that every Christian grapples with, right? And it's it's sort of this human experience question. What are we supposed to do in life when it comes to our actions, the things we want to do, the things we hope for our own lives? And finding that balance can be really difficult, but but it's fascinating watching people, and I know I've been guilty of this, but, but talk about Jesus. Uh, and people will say, Jesus was love, and Jesus is love, and it's totally true, Jesus is love, uh, but he's also truth, and I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with, And it, because when we say Jesus is truth, it then requires us to think a little bit deeper about those things that we want, where we want to go, how we want to get there, and I'm not a pastor, but... I will tell you that struggling with things in my own life and with plans that I have for my own life and not seeing them go maybe the way I want them to go and realizing that you know, there's a greater purpose that I might not be seeing, but that God can see. And so when we talk about Jesus, I think, again, we have this idea sometimes he was just sort of this kind hippie who ran around only doing nice things, which, of course, he was a wonderful, nice God. I mean, Jesus is amazing. But there is something about Jesus that I think a lot of us forget to acknowledge and talk about. And that goes back to this truth factor. I just want to read a couple of Bible verses because the, the Bible's really clear. It's not just like, oh, Jesus was nice and there's nothing else you need to do. Just live your life and let Jesus, you know, sort of do what he's going to do and you do what you're going to do. But the Bible really calls us to die to ourselves. And, you know, 1 Corinthians 15 31 says, I protest, brothers, by my pride in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die every day. 1 Peter 2.24 is a little bit clearer. It says, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. And you can go down the line. Another verse that's worth reading I think this one's even more pointed. It's Luke 17.33. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. And this is talking about who we are, what we're doing, how we're living our lives. Too many of us are just living how we want to live. I'm guilty of this all the time. So I'm, again, preaching to a choir here um, that I am included in. I am part of that choir. I'm not just, you know, standing on this soapbox. I struggle with this, but we are called to change the way we're living to reflect the character of Jesus. So there's something much deeper here. And I think when you look to John 3, everybody loves to talk about John 3, 16, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And that is the core of the gospel. That is true. But this conversation that Jesus has with Nicodemus is one of my favorite parts of the Bible. And it starts at the top of John 3. Uh, This Pharisee, Nicodemus, he approaches Jesus and he says to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. And Jesus replies, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Now we have the term born again, Christian. This is where that comes from. 
And so Nicodemus is obviously confused, and some of you might be confused. What does that mean to be born again? And so Nicodemus says, how can someone be born again when they are old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. And then here's Jesus's response. Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The winds blow wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And so Nicodemus continues to question, how can this be? And Jesus is like, look, you're Israel's teacher and you're not understanding this? Uh, and, he, and Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. Um, and it's really fascinating as you sort of work down there, you get to verse 16. It's, it's the verse that I already read about God loving the world and giving Jesus Now, verse 17 is also very interesting. Jesus says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And this is where dying to self really comes in. It's not about just saying you're a Christian and being part of the 70% alleged Christians in this country who answer yes when they're asked on a poll what they believe. It's about having a deep relationship with Jesus that's a daily relationship. It's not about being confirmed or being baptized or all these other things. You have to start start with that relationship or the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. Um, and so that relationship, again, is not something that your parents bring you into. It's not something you do once and forget about. It's not something that you think about once a year on Christmas, maybe twice on Easter and Christmas. So anyway, let me read chapter eight, or sorry, verse 18. It says, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Now I'm going to stop reading the Bible to you there, but the important thing here is that we need to have a relationship with God. It needs to change us. It needs to be a daily, you know, not struggle, but journey where we want to get to know more, God more because we want to be more like Jesus. And so a lot of us are are walking around acting as though Jesus should fit whatever mold we want him to fit. We act like, oh, I want to do this. I want to say this. I feel this way. I'm going to lead with my feelings. And that's all that matters. The reality is our feelings can deceive us. They're not all that matters. What matters is that we are aligned with Jesus. That's what it means to die to ourselves. And the Bible is clear on that throughout. It's not just this feel good. You do it once and you've got this relationship. You're going to heaven. You're fine. This is, this is an eternal issue. It's, it's the most important decision you would ever make to follow Jesus, to, to just start that relationship. And if you don't know how to do it, it's as simple as sitting down and praying and saying, God, I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure what this means, but I want to understand you more. Please, I, you know, I want to be like you, Jesus. And having that conversation, that is the most important thing that you can do. And then going on the journey, not just stopping there, but to understand what does the Bible mean? A lot of you might not believe the Bible's true. You might be skeptical of it. Um, and listen, 
doubt is a thing. <laughs> Some Christians have doubt, but you've got to study. You've got to find the truth, and you will. Once you start to study it and look at it, you will see it. And all I can say is there's not a more important decision that you can make in your life. But even if you are a Christian and you've made that decision, it's time for all of us, I think, to, to reassess, and we should do this all the time. Where are we on this journey with God? Are we forcing him into our cookie molds, or are we allowing ourselves to die to ourselves and follow him the way that he wants us to? That's all for today. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Billy Hollowell Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. Visit Billy on Facebook or Twitter at Billy Hallowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more.